You are what you eat. Here's some food for thought. Yo, we got a little nutrition lesson for you. Drop the beat. Nutrition ration. Collaborate and listen. Mr. H has got a lesson on nutrition. Ask yourself what you're putting in your system. Fill up on that good fuel. No dismissing. Feeling like a rock star. Your body's like a sports car. Driving the state. My paw got it so far. Wouldn't want you feeling confused. Feeling fooled. Follow Michael Pollan's book on food rules. Let's start with a little food for thought. Stick to the foods that'll eventually rot. For instance, he loves Oreos. Processed food you should forego. If Grandma Ma does not recognize it as a real food, then you should despise like it. Like hydrogenated, barely pronounced. It. If it sounds like a chemical, better bet trounce it. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Now that this lesson is jumping, jumping. false food claims, myths were debunking. Avoid food products making health claims, and the ones with light, non-fat in their names. Avoid the foods advertised on TV, Eat. mostly plants, really, really, really leafy. Like Every language calls it the same, like Big Mac. Put it in the food hall of shame. The wider the bread, the sooner you'll be dead. If you eat meat, check see how it was fed. Yo, listen up. When you drive through a drive-through, fast food fools nutrients deprive you. Hold up, sipping supersized sodas, loads of sugar, hurting health, getting older. Look at the list of ingredients. On the label, more than five, advise leave off your table. Veg out on fruits and veggies. Eat as much as you want to fill your belly. Just like a rainbow, eat so many colors. A nutritional pot of gold you'll discover. Less is more. Small portions on your plate. Overindulge translates to overweight. Here's a tip next time you're at your grocery. Shop the perimeter fresh foods like poultry. Hopefully, take these ideas to heart. Eat locally. Give your health a fresh start. Cook for yourself, not rely on a baker. Because they get control of the salt shaker. Eat sweet foods as you find them in nature. Rather add in sugar to give it flavor. So what you're saying is that we should eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Organic. Paychecks in a panic. Probably should apply to produce and botanics. Eat less red meat, more fatty fish like salmon. If this is news, that needs to be examined. Stop cutting carbs, crazy fat diets. Teach yourself how to cook, not fry it. Straight to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking these rhymes like a pound of bacon. You must eat slow, in moderation. Stuff yourself silly, obesity you'll be facing. If you like sweets, treat treats as treats. Yes. Only live once, sometimes you gotta cheat. Break these rules once in a while. No feeling guilty, won't be no trial. Hopefully the song gives you ambition to improve your nutrition. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to nutrition. I'm Mr. H. Scotland Rally. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Today is Monday and it's knickknacks time. Tonight is You Are What You Eat. 
We're going to be talking about what's lurking around in the food you eat and discuss five toxic ingredients that's in your food um, that in a lot of countries is not even at. Uh, so um, it's very important that we identify this and can be aware of what is actually hiding in our food. The number one toxic food ingredient that I thought was number one is one I listed it first because it's in so many items that you don't even realize, and that's titanium dioxide. Its chemical form is written as T little I O2. Um, it's also known as E171. And what it is is an inorganic solid substance that's used in cosmetics, in paint, plastic, and food preparations. It was banned in the European Union in, on August 7th, 2022. France had already banned it in January of 2020. The, the FDA says it's okay with 1% by weight um, found in the foods, but um, they've had some, some controversy over that because in 1960, it was removed. Then in 1966, it was approved for the first time by the FDA. At 19, in 1977, it became exempt from certification on uh, having to have it listed on your food labels. So they didn't even have to list it. Now, I know a lot of things have been done um, in previous, more recent years that actually help to make it look like for appearances that they are concerned with our health. But in reality, this with them doing that and making a lot of different food additives exempt from being even listed, most people don't even know. So on the um, food side of that, with the titanium dioxide, artificial color additive, uh, it's known as kind of like a paint primer. And Skittles just recently had a lawsuit um, brought on by two different people because they were claiming the food was inedible for human, it was not fit for human consumption. Um, this paint primer goes on like onto Skittles or even M&Ms. It goes on after the hard shell or after the candy, but before the, the final hard shell is applied. So when it's sprayed on there, it's there and it makes the, the candy more shiny. That's why Skittles have that shiny, bright sheen to them. It makes it shiny. It's also in dairy. And what's shocking about it being in dairy is the fact that a lot of us are told, you know, eat yogurt because yogurt's good for you. And in fact, it is good for you. But this is another in, um, additive that's in that that's um, causing people to not even know. And they think they're doing something good for their health. And meanwhile, they're not. They're, they're harming themselves and don't even realize it. Um, it, they use it to brighten things and to whiten. So think about anything that would be brightened up or whitened. Um, good evening, Gray Room and Mila. I'm glad y'all are here. And good evening, Chris. Like frosting, um, cottage cheese. And I'm glad Mila's in here because she makes her own cheese and does a lot of her stuff there. And I finally realized why many countries won't allow things from the U.S. to be shipped in. It's because we, our country allows us to have things that are not 
able to be, you know, that are banned in other countries and not banned because they're bad countries is banned because they're good countries and looking out for their people. Here in America, they don't care about us. They want us gone and they just want to have their robotic sheep that will follow anything. It's also in um, instant mixes in your food or beverages. Um, think about those little tea packets or water packets that you could do. Um, those, you know, it's used as an anti-caking agent then um, for that. But this stuff damages your genetic info, your DNA. It leads to cancers. Um, there's over, like in this one company database called Label Insights, they have more than 11,000 products with titanium dioxide in it. And it's funny because, well, not funny, it's ironic that most companies, um, and the FDA especially, they want to um, promote low sodium and not, you know, they're concerned about the sodium content of foods, yet they're okay with this. Um, Health Canada says it's okay, and I'm like, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, okay, I bet you're not eating it, are you? Um, the guy's name was Kaminsky. That was his last name. I could not find his first name. Um, but Kaminsky of Health Canada said it was okay for this. And it's not. Other products like Ring Pops, Nice Mints, Trolley Sour Gummies, Lucerne Cottage Cheese. Here's a good one for y'all. We're not going to be eating it likely, but some people might. Beyond Meat, they're plant-based fake artificial chicken yep it's in that um great value ice cream which is the walmart brand ice cream chips ahoy cookies guys there's a lot on this list that people we're not going to be happy with i'm just going to go ahead and say it now because there's a lot that really i mean and it goes back to the whole foods really and it goes back to to eating clean because some of this stuff like with this one right here just this one titanium dioxide it causes increased inflammation, colon tumors to form, irritable bowel disease, among others. And so you think about it, you know, you're taking, you don't even realize what's going on. And this thing right here is like eating away at your gut, producing more inflammation. And you could think it's something else or not even know what the cause is. And when you start getting inflammation, then you start having issues um, with your thought process and with memory and coordination and your balance and everything, you know, everything in your body all work together and complements one another. And when something's messed up, the rest of the whole body system is going to back up. MSG, which I know a lot of us know about MSG, the flavor enhancer used to be, um, you know, there was a big thing on it years ago with Chinese food. And so they started going more non-MSG, but they still use it. And it's it's a highly addictive uh, substance that they use as a flavor enhancer. Some of the issues that you can have with that. So this is our second item, MSG. Um, some of the things that you'll see with that include disorientation, impaired vision, headaches, neurological damage, um, and, and there's some other things. Uh, I'm going to give you a video clip here 
that's going to give you some truth about Chick-fil-A. So here's the start of our really getting upset. But we need to know. That the Chick-fil-A sandwich after I learned that the Chick-fil-A sandwich had 55 ingredients, I never won. Chick-fil-A sandwich is loaded with MSG or monosodium glutamate, a flavor enhancer that excites the brain and causes you to keep coming back for more. It's also been linked to headaches, nausea, and even heart palpitations. But that's not it. This sandwich is full of highly processed oils like soybean oil and fully refined peanut oil. Both of these oils go through a multi-step refining process where the oil is heated to extremely high temperatures, allowing toxic free radicals to form, which are in turn toxic to ourselves and can contribute to all different types of Disease. Now, before I get to what I would recommend at Chick-fil-A, we have to talk about the added sugar. Not only does just about every item on the menu contain added sugar, but the sauces are loaded with it and it adds up very quick. If I absolutely had to get something at Chick-fil-A, I would go for either the kale crunch salad, a fruit cup, but I would 100% avoid all of the chicken here. Even the grilled nuggets contain 40 ingredients, including sugar, soybean oil, and yeast extract, another name for MSG. All right, so there you have it. There's our first really big letdown um, of the night, but there's more to come. Um, if you aren't, aren't, wasn't already affected by the previous items on our good list, we're going to continue on. The next one I want to go with is brominated vegetable oil. Brominated vegetable oil is so bad because it, it contains bromine or bromine and that can irritate the skin and the mucous membranes it can also cause more neurological changes balance and memory issues headaches um you'll get like vertigo sometimes that is in any kind of look for it in citrus drinks anything citrus um you need to look for it there now there's another one i saw your comment chris um it's in nearly all bread i think that one is the um there is one that's different. It's with the dye. No, what's the name of this one? Potassium bromate is the one in the bread. But it's because of the bromine. Uh, that was actually going to be my next one after that was the potassium bromate. The bromine in um, the brominated vegetable oil, that's the, that's the part that's the problem. And as I was, I was all saying, it's in like your Mountain Dews. Coke pulled it out of their products, which is why even though Coke went woke, I steer more towards like a mellow yellow, which I, this right here is going to, I'm going to seriously try to cut off sodas. It's going to be hard. I'm going to be cranky. I will do it after Bard's Fest. I won't do it before because y'all don't want to deal with me with that. But, you know, this stuff that's, they use it to keep this, the citrus from separating. And, you know, I always wondered why when you make something homemade, it turns out different or it looks different. Well, it's because I'm using natural items, whereas they're using all these extra chemicals and additives. All right, so on the potassium bromate, that is where the bromine is passed through a hot solution of potassium hydroxide. And it is used as a flower improver, like what 
uh, Chris was saying, it is in nearly all breads. If it's a white bread, especially, um, it makes breads real fluffy. And that has been banned in the European Union, Argentina, Brazil, Canada, Nigeria, South Korea, and Peru. Um, this causes um, lung irritation. You could get bronchitis with a cough, phlegm, shortness of breath, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, kidney disease, nervous system issues, hearing loss. So it's another one. That's why I think that us making doing the sourdough revolution is just really awesome because if you're not using a white flour, and I use an organic um, wheat flour, I think it's a, um, I think it's King Arthur brand. And um, so I've, you know, I noticed the difference, but the taste is so much better on the sourdough than the white bread. And that's why, like, if your grandma can't say it and doesn't know what it is, you probably shouldn't have it. That's true. Number four on my list of the top five, and and there's plenty more. I'm I'm just going to list out the five that I thought was most important. That is our red, our food dyes. There is many, 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 many. So I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I'm not going to list all of them, but red dye number three. Red dye number 40, blue number one and two, yellow number six, yellow tartrazine. Um, those are some of the, the biggest known offenders. Um, 12 years ago, they had banned eight dyes. Now it's up a little bit more, um, but most of them, they are known carcinogens. And California, actually, on that is one thing that they do right is the fact that they have that prop 65 to where a lot of things aren't allowed there or they have to have a warning on there to let you know hey look go check this item out before you buy it if you don't that's on you that's probably for a liability purpose for the state and whatever companies but at least it is out there um, this is one that affects a lot of our children and what i believe is a large portion that and the high fructose corn syrup, which is another offender, but not the biggest one, harmful one. I mean, a lot of people know about high fructose corn syrup now. These, maybe not. And there's a lot of children that have been diagnosed with attention deficit disorders or attention hyperactivity deficit disorders. And these children, it's not something with their brain because they were born that way. It's something wrong with their brain because of what they're eating. You know, they say you are what you eat. You are. If you put good stuff in, you're going to get good out. Um, and that's where, you know, eating clean really does make a big difference. Mila said she had a, hot, a lot of health issues before she started making everything from scratch and eating low carb. And it's, it's yeah. And that's how God wanted us to be, you know. On that with the dyes, and I've got a, another video for you guys, but I'm just going to read some of the stuff I have here. It does cause brain and behavioral issues. It will cause thyroid and adrenal cancer. It will change your chromosomes, cause damage to the chromosomes. Um, they used to use a coal tar for food coloring, but now they're using a synthetic coal tar food coloring um, 
And it just, it goes in everything. Baked goods, toaster strudels, pie crust, yogurt, airheads, Jolly Ranchers, Skittles, Nerds, M&M's, Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch, Doritos, which Doritos, we already know, contain the, um, what is it? It starts as Cinna something. It's the additive from the fetal cells uh, that, I think it was Clay Clark had talked about it. And I'd actually looked it up. I can't think of the name of it right now. But uh, it starts with an S. I think it's like S-Y-N something. It's in Cheetos, the Ruffles Cheddar and Sour Cream. It's in van the Vanilla Sugar Wafers, Jello Popcorn. Your popcorn is tinted yellow. That's what it is. Yellow number six. It's also called Sunset Yellow or E110. The Acceptance Cinemix. Thank you, Brian. And hey, good to see you, cuz. Yes, yeah, Cinemix is um, what's in like the Doritos, Cheetos, and Pepsi products. Big time. Um, but popcorn, that coloring agent is, that's what it is. It's artificial. You could still eat popcorn, though. You could grow your own types of corn that is for popping corn. I have some growing myself. Um, it's in pet foods like Meow Mix. It's in vitamins, um, like iron supplements as well, um, and others. I was really shocked to find out some of the ones that was on there. There's heart meds. There's um, birth control medicines. There is, uh, I can't even think to begin to list how many medications that were on that list I was looking at. I'll post it in knickknacks for you guys, so that way you can look at it, and I'll put this information in there. Um but with that, it's, I think there was like, must have been 500 to 1,000 medicines with it. Um, there's another one. It's abbreviated PVP, and it's called polyvinyl pyrilidone. I uh, know I probably said that wrong. The chemical, um, other name is E1201 and E1202. That one also causes inflammation. When it's added to iodine, it makes betadine. It's in batteries, fiberglass, ink, and printers. And it's a thickening agent for toothpaste as well. One of the medicines that I found that it uh, really affected and was on this list that I was kind of shocked to see was called Namenda. N-A-M-E-N-D-A. And I recognize that medicine from the time that I have cared for elderly, especially dementia. I was, I used to work explicitly with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's patients. And the Menda is one to help them keep their memory. I remembered that name because you remember your name. And I just thought of, you know, with the Menda, there you go. But when somebody has, like myself, when I get inflammation on my brain um, and I have those issues where I'm swelling, I can't think straight. My, I get balance issues. I have like a memory brain fog. And I know that that's exactly what it's probably has to, you know, it's from the inflammation. So these people that have Alzheimer's or dementia, you're they're taking this medicine that's causing more inflammation that's causing their problems so it's kind of like the the chicken and the egg which came first was it the some medicines that caused 
the Alzheimer's to worsen or was it, you know, a symptom of something else they were eating? And a lot of these things, you know, it takes time for them to show. So by the time, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, depending on even if you only consume small amounts, by by the time you get 10, 15 years on down, you're going to have big problems that you didn't know. You know, you won't remember, oh, well, it was that Oreo or that that pack bag of Skittles or Fruit Loops or whatever. You know, you won't be thinking about it being a food. Most of us don't think about that. But just like we, we need to do our talk, our cleanses for our bodies um, with the parasites and everything else, we need to really pay attention um, to what we're consuming. Read the package. And usually if it comes in a package, you know it's basically no good. Unless it's, well, even like the flour. You got to watch the flour. And yeah, I agree with you, Mila. Bacon soda or uh, just water to brush your teeth. All right, now let me get that other video for you guys. All right, this one is about four and a half minutes. Dyes affect your health. Food dyes are used to make our food look more appetizing. This seems somewhat superfluous, especially considering how appealing it is to behold a rosy red apple or an emerald bunch of broccoli. Nevertheless, companies have taken it upon themselves to add unnecessary, chemical color to many of the foods we eat. But are these artificial dyes in food bad for us, or are they just a bit of technicolor used to liven up a few sepia-toned food products? What are artificial food dyes made from? According to Healthline, people have been using organic dyes to color food for centuries. It wasn't until the first artificial ones were conceived, around 1856, that they started being made of synthetic materials. Back then, it was delicious, nutritious coal tar, but today these dyes are made of a much more modern commodity, petroleum. Knowing this, and considering how bad petroleum has proven to be for the planet and the public health, it's no wonder that several dyes have been studied for their potentially carcinogenic effects. Are artificial food dyes bad for you? Truth be told, the jury is still out on this particular subject. Conclusions regarding the safety of artificial food dyes have been more controversial and inconclusive. Of the hundreds of differently labeled food dyes created since the 1850s, only a select few have been found to include compounds and contaminants that are at least mildly toxic. According to Slate, studies have linked the consumption of high doses of artificial food dyes to birth defects, cancer, and organ damage in some animal test subjects. Meanwhile, Childhood behavioral problems such as ADHD and hyperactivity have been linked to the consumption of food dyes, though even with the evidence from several scientific studies, there is still debate as to the validity of these claims. Nevertheless, reports by major news outlets like US News and World Report seem to corroborate the behavioral effects that many of these dyes are having on children. At the same time, the Center for Science in the Public Interest, CSPI, has reported that several popular artificial colors, yellow 5, yellow 6, and red 40, are all contaminated with known carcinogens. CSPI also states that the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, has openly acknowledged that another dye, red 3, is a thyroid carcinogen in animals. As if that weren't enough, according to 100 Days of Real Food, some people have had allergic reactions to a number of common artificial dyes including blue 1, red 40, yellow 5, and yellow 6. Foods that contain any of those same potentially cancer-causing, 
allergy-inducing dyes are all required to have warning labels in Europe, even while the FDA openly allows them to be used in many of the foods eaten in the US and while it's certainly been difficult to find unequivocal proof that the dyes themselves are intrinsically harmful, one might imagine that the EU's regulating body has a good reason to require these warnings. What health risks are associated with food dyes? It is believed that increased exposure to and consumption of many of these artificial dyes has led to brain cancer, bladder cancer, thyroid cancer, adrenal cancer, kidney cancer, as well as dangerous allergic reactions in some people. Yet even if the purported carcinogenic properties possessed by several of these dyes have been corroborated by scientific research, some advocates suggest that the dangers posed by the various food dyes can be lessened by just ingesting less of them. Unfortunately, that method of avoidance isn't really feasible in today's society. According to the Food Network, food dye consumption has increased by a factor of 500% in the past half a century, so it's not as if they are going away anytime soon. Nevertheless, many organizations like CSPI are trying to get some of these artificial colors banned, though the FDA continues to argue that they pose no credible health risks. Are artificial dyes vegan? Many natural dyes, those made from purple sweet potatoes, berries, spinach, and the like, are considered to be completely vegan, with the exception of carmen, which, while considered a natural dye, is actually made from bugs. However, according to Veg Facts, many of the artificial dyes found in food products are sometimes not vegan-friendly, including Blue 1, Blue 2, Citrus Red 2, Red 3, Red 40, Green 3, Yellow 5, and Yellow 6. That said, PETA maintains that these dyes are vegan enough, as they would only contain such trace amounts of animal byproducts. Don't you guys just love that? It, they say it's vegan enough. Now, I'm not a vegan. I, I'm a very much a carnivore. I love meat. Always will. But, you know, uh, a little isn't, you know, good enough to pass by. And we should demand that, just like other countries are. I'm so glad Mila is here tonight because she has been one that's inspired me. Um, as well as Angie, and she's in the house tonight too, and that's great. Um, Angie has told me before, you know, the things that are, are good and good for you take time. And with Mila, she's very limited on what she can get imported and brought in. And was, um, so she does a lot of her dyes, and it told me about some of the ways they do their dyes, and, and it's, People used to do that, you know. Why did we start in the 50s, start all of a sudden everything artificial? It was population control because, one, they make money on pharmaceuticals. And at that time, you know, it was like late 80s, mid-80s maybe, when insurance, health insurance really became a thing that I recall. Maybe it was before, and if it was before, I will stand corrected and I'll admit it. Um, so if anybody knows that it was, let me know. But I think I recall as a child, um, for a while, you know, my parents paid or my grandparents would pay for our doctor visits. And then there was a doctor, um, I think his name was Medea, Medina, maybe. I don't remember which one, but he was a a family doctor, and I recall them, you know, paying money for that, paying cash. Well, then they started doing insurance, and I recall when my dad got insurance, and we were doing that, and, you know, more people started to rely on 
doctors and pharmaceuticals. And then they pushed, oh goodness, then they pushed the weight loss stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, take this this pill, hydroxy cut. And then people started wanting those quick fixes. Fast food started growing faster and faster. Um, more children were left as latchkey children, um, basically where they were home alone while both parents were working, going to public schools. Dr. Macias, yeah, that's him. Ah, I'm glad Brian remembered it. I knew it was something like that. And it does have, um, you know, it has an effect when you start slowly taking away that stuff. You don't notice it at first, just like with that, what I was talking about today, this morning on the Gifts and Go thing about the 2.7% that they take plus 30 cent each donation that they take off of my end, plus whatever on y'all's end that y'all donated. So they're making bank because it doesn't seem like it's a, you know, munch at once, just like with these food additives. It doesn't seem like it would be harmful for just a little bit, but over time, it does horrible damage to your body, to your insides, and you're not even noticing it, not thinking about it. And I just, I am, I, I'm a little shocked, but not completely because of the world that we're in. We are, we have been groomed into this fast pace world that we have to do everything quick, 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 and don't have time to think about major decisions or don't have time to take to can and preserve your own food to to where you know what's in it um d in will she has said many times about how she's given up a lot of foods that she loves but she won't eat no more because she doesn't grow it herself if she doesn't grow it then she's not eating it and that's where i think a lot of us need to get to or at least have in the community you know like say you've got a farmer if you can't have farm animals find a farmer that has what you need and yes it's going to cost a little bit more but you're going to get the quality not the quantity you know and it's very important because of it damaging our dna you know that's that's bad that's really bad because we were formed the way that god wanted us and now they're just going out and changing it and that's not good it's not good at all I've got another clip here I'm going to play for you. It was beautiful um, when I heard it and I've shared it. And I know y'all probably are, have heard it already, but it's very applicable here because of our DNA. I'm trying to find it, guys. I'm sorry. I thought it was right here and it wasn't. All right. I'm not going to leave you on dead silence. There is so much that, you know, with the, with the coronavirus jab, with that thing. And we all knew that that was dangerous. We tried to help others and teach them not to do that because it was dangerous, yet 
Some people listened, some people didn't. Some people listened after the first one, some people didn't. Some people listened after the third one, some people didn't. Um, with that, you know, they put these harmful toxins in their body. By the way, Dr. Carrie Midday has a uh, detox video I'm going to post for you guys in knickknacks um, about how to get that out of your system, how you can help your family or friends get it out of their system. The key to it is a 20-minute soak in a, as water as hot as you can in the tub with baking soda in the tub. It's supposed to pull it out, according to Dr. Carrie Midday. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I haven't tried it. I didn't get that shot, so I don't know. But she was talking about it, and she was at Bard's Fest in 2021. Dr. Carrie Midday has been on top of this with the, uh, the jab from day one. She's been wonderful to make sure that uh, people would know about these the things that she was pulling out of the vial because she looked under a microscope with the vial. It's crazy. All right, guys, here's that video. The DNA molecule is a double helix consisting of two major segmented strands that spiral clockwise. These strands are connected by sulfur bridges like the rungs in a ladder. These bridges are not evenly spaced along the molecule, but they do have a specific pattern. There's a bridge, then 10 segments later, there's another one, then five segments later, another, followed by six segments and another, then five segments, there's another bridge. This 10-5-6-5 pattern is then repeated over and over again for the entire length of the molecule. This is particularly interesting when viewed with the Hebrew language. In Hebrew, the letters correspond to numbers, since there are no distinct numbers like we have in English. In Hebrew, the number 10 is the letter Yod, or Y. The number 5 is the letter He, or H. And the number 6 is the letter Vav, or W. Therefore, the pattern that is found in the DNA is Yod, He, Vav, He. That is the way the Hebrews wrote or spelled the name God revealed himself with. So God's very name is found repeatedly in the structure of the DNA molecule. In other words, every DNA molecule in every living organism bears the imprint of the name of Yahweh, the God of the Bible. But there's more. Like the Egyptian hieroglyphic language, Hebrew is a pictorial language. The letters represent images or concepts. Specifically, the Yod or Y represents behold, the H or He represents a hand, and the Vav or W represents a nail. Combining all of this information, what we can say categorically is that every DNA molecule proclaims the name of God, but also identifies who that God is. It is saying, behold the nails in my hands. Not only is it declaring that it was created by Yahweh, the God of the Bible, but it identifies that God as Jesus of Nazareth, who is God incarnated, who was crucified for the sins of all mankind. His resurrection from the dead proves that he was and is God. The DNA molecule is God's fingerprint embedded in the man he created by forming him manually as recorded in Genesis 2-7. Now, isn't that amazing? 
And, and so, of course, it makes sense that what is evil going to do to try to to rid that, right? They're going to try to do, they're going to try to take over God's most, that's who God loves the most is, is us, his children. And that's why the devil is always trying to, to come after us and try to mislead us. And that's what they're doing with these, these food additives. Another popular over-the-counter medication, ibuprofen. We've all heard about it. it. It works to decrease inflammation and for pain, right? Guess what? Mm-mm. You're going to actually, you may decrease some of your inflammation, but it's going to rebound. Because... Um, in an article that I was looking at, it's got the the pamphlet, the information pamphlet, the thing that many of us don't even look at, the thing that was also missing with the jab because it takes 10 years to gather the right amount of data to be able to fill these in. Um, ibuprofen, because of the ingredients that's in it, um, and, and a lot of those are the colors. I'm going to go ahead and read you the colors. Each tablet contains the active ingredient ibuprofen 200 milligrams. The tablets also contain lactose monohydrate, maize starch, which is cornstarch, hypromalose, sodium starch glycolate, colloidal anhydrosilica, magnesium stearate, sucrose, purified talc, titanium dioxide. There we go. There's titanium dioxide. Carnuba wax, coloring agent, uh, sucrose titanium dioxide E171 for the color as well. They added sunset yellow lake E110, erythrocin lake E127, sodium benzenate. There's another one of those offenders, E211, and hyd hydrochloric acid E507. So there are some of your, your issues, and it says over here. That it can cause um, increased, it can be associated with a small, it says, increased risk of heart attack or stroke, particularly when used at high doses, not to exceed the recommended dosage or duration of treatment. Um, and then says to talk to your doctor or pharmacist if you have heart problems like heart failure, angina, which is chest pain, or if you have had a heart attack, bypass surgery, peripheral artery disease. It's that they try to tell you it's because of the risk of bleeding. But in all reality, I would be more concerned with the list of those ingredients, especially the, you know, the offending ones. And you notice they put it last. And they, they're sneaky. When they, you know, put the names and the numbers and stuff like that, it kind of, it's a trickery. And, you know, we were discussing on one of the first few episodes of Knickknacks about pharmacia and how... It's like spelling and sorcery. Pharmacia is sorcery. Those medicines are a form of sorcery. So we have to be very vigilant and very cautious and, and look. And that takes time. Just like Angie said, you know, with the good stuff, it takes time. Well, we got to take the time to actually look, to share with each other what we find and help educate others. So that way, I mean, we're going to have to relearn a lot of things, especially like me being a southern gal we like fats in everything lard and all the good stuff you know that we think is good but it's bad for us and really if you make it yourself and don't do process you could have a lot of the things that 
you know, the doctors will say, oh, you needed to go on a diet, can't have this. Well, if you make it yourself, then you're cutting out a lot of that stuff. Um, the pepper, the reason why lard is, and, and I'm talking about like Crisco, not lard that you actually render from the animals if you process your own animals. Um, but there's one that has the, um, it's pro, propylaparaben. It's in um, water-based creams and lotions and stuff like that. It's also, I think, in the lards. And that's why it's not great. Let me see here. I was looking at it earlier today because I was actually surprised at that. I was like, what? I don't have it up right this second. It's not on one of these, but I'll find it. Um, the state of New York, what, while we're talking about some of the bad stuff, remember when I was talking about bromate? Bromate is formed, or bromide. Bromate is formed when ozone used to disinfect drinking water reacts with naturally occurring bromide found in source water. Bromate formation in disinfected drinking water is influenced by factors like bromide ion concentration, the pH of the source water, and the amount of ozone and reaction time used to disinfect. This water, if we're drinking this water, it says here, assuming an adult drinks about two quarts of water a day at the drinking water standard of 10 micrograms per liter, their exposure is about a sixth of the, the level that's deemed safe. Um, but it says the the lifetime risk is increased, and it increases the lifetime risk of having cancer just from drinking the water every day. You're going to get a moderate risk about a of about two in ten thousand, which may sound small, but when you give the number of people in the country in each country's, um, that adds up. Some like to say that they're overestimates, but because it says most people would not consume two quarts of water. But I, I beg to differ on that because they tell you to drink about a gallon or two a day. So that's four quarts at one gallon. So that's right there automatically wrong. Um, some people that if they do ingest a large amount, which is anything over that two quarts of water a day, they have GI symptoms like nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, um, kidney effects, nervous system effects, hearing loss. And that's in the drinking water. This comes from the state of New York Department of Health. It is, let's see if it's got a date. It does not have a date. Oh, August 17th, 2006. So we're almost 20 years, what, 17 years later, and they still have not fixed their water. Yes, natural fats are good. It's the the artificial and processed stuff. Yes, the synthetic landscape chemical-based lards. Yes, tallow is good. And you get, like, you can render pig fats, and there's lots of different fats that you can render naturally. Um, but it, that's what it comes down to. So, like, yeah, duck fat. If it comes from an animal that you process, and so you can't just... Like in the grocery store, they don't sell that. So you have to really either go have your own animal processed or buy from a processing 
place that's like a local processor, not a commercial. I wouldn't go with a commercial one, which usually they probably won't even do sales to the public anyway. But most towns always have like a local meat mark, meat processing plant or, or not plant, but processing place. Um, I think my county's got probably six or seven, but I am in the south and there are a lot of hunters here. All right, guys, I got one more short little clip for you guys. And then we are going to pray. So if you want to go ahead and drop prayer request down in the comment or in the chat, I will grab those and we'll pray once this video is over. This whole committee was asked in a questionnaire, is there a need for additional studies on red number 40? 93% of the committee said yes, 7% said no. We talked last time about the prevalence of artificial red food dyes in scientific experiments. Today I want to talk about the prevalence in your food. Start with this paper and the health issues. Let's start with this paper, 2016, called Prevalence of Artificial Food Coloring Colors in Grocery Store Products Marketed to Children. It's a scientific study in clinical pediatrics journal looking at how much red food coloring or how much dye in general, all these artificial colorings. Sure enough, the research team, they looked at 810 food products in, in a standard American grocery store. And they found over 350 of those products contained artificial food coloring. That's over 40% of all the foods they looked at. The most common artificial food coloring was red number 40 at 30% of those products. Red number 40, let's go into details on that in terms of your health. 1994, the Journal of Toxicology. Got a paper here called Reproductive and Neurobehavioral Effects of Allura Red AC. What's Allura Red AC? That's red 40. Administered to mice in the diet. Now mice and rats, they're better at clearing some of this stuff. I don't like to see them as a model or at least as the ultimate model. But let's look at this study. So they gave it, they gave them red food coloring, red 40 in their diet, uh, up to about one and a half percent of their diet, so quite a lot, but they had lower doses. And they looked at multiple generations and they said they found few adverse effects. Again, it's mice, but still few adverse effects, that's good. But the ratio of male to female mice was significantly reduced in the lowest dosed group. What does that mean? There's less males. Why? Because these are artificial estrogen chemicals. So you find some unique health problems associated with artificial estrogen chemicals. It's not your usual, you know, genotoxic cancer causing chemical, although they do cause breast cancer. So, you know, these, these artificial estrogens. Let's look at this paper, 2007 food additives, it's called and hyperactive behavior in three-year-old and eight and nine-year-old children in the community. A randomized, double-blinded, placebo-controlled trial. This is what we've been waiting for, something in humans and a larger study, 150 people on, uh, that were three years old, over about 150 people that were eight and nine-year-old. And they looked at observed behaviors and ratings by teachers and parents uh, for these different groups eight and nine-year-old, three-year-old. Um, they also, for the older group, the eight and nine-year-old kids, they did a computerized test of attention. And what did they find? 
artificial colors. Now they had mixed they, they mixed colors, so it wasn't a it wasn't a great study. And or sodium benzoate. That's the preservative. And that's also been shown to have some hyperactivity issues, of course. Artificial colors or and or sodium benzoate in the diet uh, increased hyperactivity in three-year-old and eight and nine-year-old children in the general population. All right, so let's move on. 2017. Got a paper here called Lack of Genotoxicity in Vivo for Food Color Additive. Red 40, Allura AC, Allura Red AC. Again, 2017. Um, so they said they, they did these bone marrow micronucleus assays and comet assays. So they're basically looking at genotoxicity, DNA toxicity. And why did they do that? Because they want to they want to see whether it's going to cause cancer. It's more likely to cause cancer if you're harming the DNA. They looked at the liver, stomach, and colon and found no genotoxicity concern for red number 40. Again, so I don't think there is a genotoxicity concern. At least that's what the studies indicate. In other words, with this particular red food coloring, I don't think it's cutting up your DNA or acting in a strange carcinogenic way like a lot of artificial chemicals do. But I still think there's a likelihood that it's going to cause cancer in the long term. Long term, which is not usually studied because it's acting like estrogen. And when you start throwing off those hormone balances, you do increase cancer, but it's not through chopping up your DNA. It's not through genotoxicity. Okay, so the Okay, so with what he's going by, and that's what why I wanted to play this, is because he's going by the research that's out there. Well, who funds the research? Trace back who is funding these studies, and you'll see why we have the discrepancies these studies are bought and paid for to re to reproduce the results that they want they're going to gear everything for the results they want and no it may not have immediate effects you'll be lucky but it may not over time is when it builds up it's kind of like you know people that or in you know banking or want to go rob somebody's accounts or something like that i don't know i saw a movie one time about it so I don't know. Anyway, they take out like a penny or so here and there and here and there. And you don't really notice a penny going. So it's a penny. But say somebody takes a penny from your account every day for 10 years. That's going to add up to a lot of money. And Ryan's saying that Aldi's brand's food doesn't have artificial dyes or artificial flavors. Thank you. I'll check that out that out um we have aldi's and we shop there a good bit because it's cheaper and the food's good still usually and there's all kinds of different things they have uh, milo saying to be careful with the natural colors or flavor natural is carbon based artificial is nitrogen based thank you for that milo Yeah, they, I mean, it just like with that, like exit polls with politics, you know, they are, they're geared to go a certain way. And so that's what they're going to do. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go into prayer now. Thank you guys for being here with me. I appreciate it a lot. I know it's, you've got other things that you could spend your hour on. So thank you for being here with me for the hour. 
and I will get this uploaded as soon as possible next Monday night. There will not be a show. Um, all of next week and probably the week of Bards Fest. It just depends on where I'm at um, on the trip. If you have not got your tickets to Bards Fest, go to bardsfm.com and you will see the tab to get your tickets now. Tickets are on sale. There are a limited number of those, and that's going to be, um, it's going to start June 7th and end on June 10th in Yuba City at Glad Tidings Church. Um, you don't, if you can get there, you definitely want to be there because it's going to be, we're hoping that God, I mean, if God wants it, not hoping, I, I'm hoping, but if God decides that he wants to fire up a, a revival there, then I am ready and and ready and waiting. Uh, thank you, Chris. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope it was informative and you could take this information and be able to go share it with others and help. Let's, let's help take control and be accountable for our health. Um, Thursday, I believe I'll still have a show this Thursday for knickknacks and for Sister on Scripture. Next week, though, probably the next two weeks after this week, I will not have shows for about two weeks while we're gone um, because it's like 36 hours one way for us um, to Yuba City from where I'm at. So I don't know how, like, it depends on where we're at. So I may pop up something um, live or I may post something that's pre-recorded so that way you still have some information and I don't miss all right, guys, if y'all bow your heads and close your eyes, unless you're driving, don't bow your head and close your eyes if you're driving. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us this, this space and this fellowship that was brought together by you, but through um, Scott and different walks of life, just coming through, coming together. And it's so wonderful to have um, this family that loves one another and cares for one another and prays for one another. It's beautiful. Father, we ask you for prayers for the little second grade boy that is in Angie and Angie's and Ryan's um, area that has leukemia. Father, I just pray for him, um, for this leukemia. I pray that it will just have his miracle worked by you and that it will lead him. But if not, Father, I pray that you use this for good, um, that, that you allow this little boy, this little girl, whichever it may be, that you allow this little second grader, oh, it is a boy, sorry, this second grade boy, allow it, if he's not going to be able to be healed, allow it to, to bring others to you. Allow it to be used for some good. Don't allow this poor child to to be to struggle or to have this sickness or or be hurt or uncomfortable father we we know that you love your children each and every one and i know that you love this little second grade boy um and i know you have your reasons that we don't know for why he has this leukemia but we have faith in you that you have that purpose and you have that reason and it's all part of your plan. And we know that by our faith in you, Father. Also for Mila's brother-in-law who has a UTI in COVID and has just got over um, some pretty serious issues with 
with cancer. Father, we pray for for him um, that this UTI is is gone, um, that it does not cause him any lasting effects, that this illness just leaves his body, and we proclaim it to leave him right now, right here, all of us listening, all that they're going to listen later, we proclaim health for her brother-in-law. We proclaim health for this little second grade boy and we proclaim the health of all of us from Bards Nation to Kilter Christian to over all of the different platforms all over the world, Father. We proclaim healing in the name of Jesus because he said that we have the authority to do so. Father, we are sorry for the times that we did not measure up, for the times that we made our transgressions and sinned, for the times that we didn't repent and should have, Father. And I repent here and now for not only myself, but for all the others that haven't, for you to come down and cleanse our earth, cleanse our world, and, and show everyone your your miracles, your miraculousness, that, that nothing is mightier than you. As we said this morning, if you bring us to it, you'll bring us through it. So I know that you have purpose for everything that we go through, everything that we must endure, every heartache, every tear, every bit of loneliness. We know that that is with purpose. And so that way we keep our faith. We don't think that we're going to, to lose and we don't give in to temptation by the devil. We, we, we say, no, not today, Satan, get behind me. Not today. Thank you, Father, for the fact that we did have Jesus that came, the perfect lamb that came down for us, that showed us what it was to be sinless, what it was to be a perfect being. Yet we still refuse and we still don't, we have people that still don't repent, still don't see. So, Father, I pray to you now that you open those eyes and those ears that they may see and they may hear and their heart may be no longer burdened, that they see that you are the one true king, the one true God. Jesus, you are our Messiah. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. Sorry if I got a little, like, southern pastor on y'all there. I didn't spit, just so you know. There's no spittle on the, the mic or the keyboard. Guys, again, thank you all for being here. Um, I appreciate it a lot. I appreciate all that have donated and given um, on my gifts and go and that have shared it, that have prayed. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. I look forward to meeting the ones that I'm going to get to meet on the trip over and back. Um, it'll be a wonderful time. Um, like I said, if you're not going, you better go. Pray to God. Let God reveal if you should go or not. But you, it's not going to be a time to be missed. It's going to be wonderful. So, everybody, have a great night. I'm going to play the song that I opened with. Um, it, was, it was funny. It's corny, but it's funny. It's like one of those dad joke kind of songs. I hope you guys like it. You are what you eat. Here's some food for thought. Yo, we got a little nutrition lesson for you. Drop the beat. Rash. All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Mr. 
H has gotta listen on nutrition. Ask yourself what you're putting in your system. Fill up on that good fuel, no dismissing. Feeling like a rock star, your body's like a sports car. Driving the state, my paw got it so far. Wouldn't want you feeling confused, feeling fooled. Follow Michael Pollan's book on food rules. Let's start with a little food for thought. Stick to the food that'll eventually rot. For instance, you know those Oreos. Processed food, you should forego. If Grandma Maud does not recognize it as a real food, then you should despise like it. Like hydrogenated, barely pronounce it. If it sounds like a chemical, better bet trounce it. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Now that this lesson is jumping, jumping. false food claims miss with the Avoid food products making health claims and the ones with light non-fat in their names. Avoid the foods advertised on TV, Eat. mostly plants, really, really, really leafy. Like Every language calls it the same like Big Mac. Put it in the food hall of shame. The wider the bread, the sooner you'll be dead. If you eat meat, check, see how it was fed. Yo, listen up. When you drive through a drive through fast food fools, nutrients deprive you. Hold up. Sipping supersized sodas, loads of sugar, hurting health, getting older. Look at the list of ingredients. On the label, more than five, advise leave off your table. Veg out on fruits and veggies. Eat as much as you want to fill your belly. Just like a rainbow, eat so many colors. A nutritional pot of gold you'll discover. Less is more. Small portions on your plate. Overindulge translates to overweight. Here's a tip next time you're at your grocery. Shop the perimeter fresh foods like poultry. Hopefully, take these ideas to heart. Eat locally. Give your health a fresh start. Cook for yourself, not rely on a baker. Because they get control of the salt shaker. Eat sweet foods as you find them in nature. Rather add in sugar to give it flavor. So what you're saying is that we should eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Organic. Paychecks in a panic. Probably should apply to produce and botanics. Eat less red meat, more fatty fish like salmon. If this is new, that needs to be examined. Stop cutting carbs, crazy fat diets. Teach yourself how to cook, not fry it. Straight to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking these rhymes like a pound of bacon. You must eat slow, in moderation. Stuff yourself silly, obesity you'll be facing. If you like sweets, treat treats as treats. Yes. Only live once, sometimes you gotta cheat. Break these rules once in a while. No feeling guilty, won't be no trial. Song gives you ambition to improve your nutrition. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Eat real food, baby. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to nutrition. I'm Mr. H. Oh, oh no i'm sorry i hit buttons figured y'all like that song i thought it was cute um have a great night guys yeah ryan um 3 a.m will come fast love you brother y'all have a beautiful wonderful night i gotta get to bed early myself so i probably won't be on Podbean much but scott um conley's gonna have a good show it's already on scott's got a nice one lined up for tonight and then you've got kilted christian at 10 30 followed by fishers of men God bless you guys, and I will see y'all online and back here on Thursday.